Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Retail Refined with your host, me, Melissa Gonzalez. Today, I have Giovanni Zacchiarello, also known as Gio, which I'm going to call him throughout this call, um, joining us today. We crossed paths at Rice, um, but weren't able to sit, so I got him live today to have this conversation with me. Gio's background and, and career history is really inspired by the creative world of visual experience at a young age. He has spent over 20 years in the fashion industry, revolutionizing the consumer experience. Born in Italy and graduating from Oxford with a first-class honors, master's degree in business and branding, he's traveled the world, residing in the UK before moving to Holland and Hong Kong for various professional opportunities and clearly a global perspective. We're really lucky to have him talk with us today. Um, today, he is the Senior Vice President of Global Visual Experience, where he leads visual merchandising, 3D creative studio, windows, showrooms, pop-ups, brand events, and most recently, the digital experience team. So we're going to dig in with him about what he thinks about the consumer, about retail, and what the future holds. Gio, thanks so much for being with us today. Melissa, thank you for having me, and hi, everybody. Yes, thank you. So I gave it high level with your um, your history and what you do at Coach, but those are titles. So can you tell the audience a little bit about you know more of your day-to-day -day role at Coach? Yeah, so I've actually been a coach for 12 years. Last month, uh, sometimes it seems forever. Sometimes I feel I'm just getting started with all the things that we're doing over here. Um, but okay. yeah, I think I love to have been able to be all around the world. And I think I'm trying to take all these learnings into the future because right now it's like really one world, the way we shop and the way we mm -hmm. see things. So um, I live in New York City, a uh, lot of fitness. So I try to do as much sports in the morning before the day begins. But I think that really fuels energy for me to kind of continue to innovate. Um, and um, shame we could not meet a rise, but I'm glad we're able to sit down now and talk about the future of retail together. For sure. And, you know, the brand coach itself, I feel like has been making so many headlines lately and new store formats and you have an airplane now that we need to talk about. So right. really, really exciting stuff. Um, I want to dig into some of those, but let's start with, you know, from the, the seat that you're in, what consumer trends are you most fascinated with today and why? Yeah, do you know what? A lot of, a lot of some of the discussion and what you see today really started during the pandemic because, you know, we knew that the customer was changing and was evolving and it was not a matter of if, it was a matter of when. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think the pandemic really accelerated some of, some of the trends. So, um, a few things that we are seeing is number one, I know it's a very used word is omnichannel, uh, or as we call it in my team, digitalization. So really the merging of the physical world and the digital world. Um, and I think everybody's trying it, but I think it's really about trying it in a more seamless, organic way. Mm -hmm. uh, what that means and what it looks like. So that for me would be one of the key trends. Um, the second one, again, another big word is the word uh, creating an immersive experience, because of mm -hmm. course, not everybody has learned how to shop online. So as people are returning back to physical, they're expecting more than just bags on a shelf. Mm -hmm. So what that is, I think, is what could differentiate some of the brands. And I use the word a lot. I use that arise as well as hyper physical, meaning mm -hmm. like what's next? You know, like you want to touch, you want to smell, you want to feel like you're in a multisensorial world. Like you want to be transported somewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to give people a story. So I think those for me are like the two biggest trends. And the third one, which I think Coach has been um, 
kind of narrowing down a lot is localization. As you know, we uh, we are present across all regions around the world. Uh, we have a huge business in North America, but also very big China, Japan, Southeast Asia. Uh, so as much as we um, we activate globally, we try and localize, which is a lot of work, but we have tried to maintain the localization very vivid. Uh, and mm-hmm. it's working and resonating, uh, especially with the younger consumers. So that for me is a big trend that could become even bigger uh, as we see the world progress. I love that. I agree. We've been using the word omnichannel for a long time, but it's coming to fruition finally. Um, and I love the. I I always use the word immersive as well. But when you, when you talk about that hyper immersion, I think there's so much opportunity with all the senses. Um, to really have somebody um, immersed into an experience. But local is not easy, um, especially when you're a global brand, right? So it's like you need to maintain a consistent mm-hmm. visual point of view and DNA to some extent, right? Because you can't be confusing, but also there's an opportunity to have a more personalized connection when you think with a local lens. Yeah, and I talked at Rise about how Coach has um, rolled out the tabby a visual experience campaign where we calling it we called it the Tabby tour. So we had Tabby travel from city to city, and actually Tabby still traveling around the world. And uh, in uh, in North America, for example, the Tabby tour stopped the universities, right? Because we know that uh, especially Gen Z were not going to the mall anymore, right? So I'm like, instead of waiting for them to come to us, we want to go to them. So we kind of took this North America trend. In mm-hmm. Japan, the Tabby tour stopped in a local Japanese temple. Uh, okay. serving American ice cream was serving Japanese ice cream that they serve at a tea house. So the idea mm-hmm. and the concept was the same, um, but we kind of localized the experience, even yeah. to the flavor of the ice cream, the local seats where people sit on in Japan. Um, but the color palette of the campaign was pink, which I'm sure you've seen around the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's how much consistency you need to keep, which I think you do to create a strong brand image. But there is level of nods of localization that made the extra relevant to the local consumer, um, which I think we value, we harness a coach a lot. No, absolutely. And that level of authenticity is critical, right? So it's, it feels truly local. What kind of, because um, I think people would be curious about this, what kind of steps does do you guys take in order to do that deep dive immersion to figure out how are we authentically local when we have a global campaign? Yeah, so um, I can share one more example and kind of explain how. So we've also rolled out a new store format called Coach Play uh, this year. So we now have three locations, one in Chicago, one in Tokyo, Rajuku, and one in Singapore, where we've also Mm -hmm. opened the first Coach Cafe. So um, it's Coach Play and then the name of the city. So Coach Play Chicago, Coach Play Rajuku, Coach Play Singapore. Uh, All of them feel the same. But we have worked with the local marketing team and the local creative team to localize it. So when you walk into the space, you really feel the connection between New York and Chicago, New York and Aranjuku. Uh, so mm-hmm. we are working, for example, with local artists, for example, to bring that connection to life. Or even for the opening, like local DJ, local hospitality vendors, local furniture makers, uh, to really create that nod to the city. Uh, and in Singapore, for example, partnering with the local uh, coffee shop maker. Uh, mm-hmm. So instead of us going in, I just said, this is the coach way. It's more about creating the partnership with them. Those projects take year-long to plan, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's really relying to also our local team. We have really great local marketing team that can help bring this to life. And really having the dialogue 
Uh, we usually do an immersion uh, with the local team to really try and understand what are the local trends, even within the city, like even in Chicago, we are on Michigan Avenue, very different than different parts of Chicago, understanding mm-hmm. what does the customer there look like? What are the trends? Who is around us? Like to really define and localize it. If not, you can really find things online, but this is really about even talking to the store manager of the store. Uh, yeah. Okay, what are your thoughts? What are people coming in? What are they asking? What are they looking for? So some of the immersion is more quantitative, but some of it is also mm-hmm. qualitative. Um, usually the team flies over and they meet customers, they observe customers. Um, and then we come up with a little bit of a unique point of view. You're going to see many more coach play coming up in the next year because uh, they've been incredibly successful. And what has been working the most, it is the local touch. Yeah. Uh, and he's really bringing the community together. We've seen people dwell in stores for over three times the length of time of an average store, uh, which is which is exciting. Even if they're not shopping, they're spending time with us. And I think that's mm-hmm. really remarkable. So uh, I think it's really about immersing yourself and not just getting a piece of paper that they send you and really asking the questions. Uh, yeah. And I think the design team is very inquisitive. They really want to know to make it work. Uh, but you need to identify that point. And then you have a gut feeling that it's going to work once you've found that nod that gets right. you there. But you really need to spend the time and do the work. It's not an easy piece. You need to do the actual work to, to discover. It's a discovery phase, really. Absolutely. I bring that up in the conversation because it's so critical. And I think people, um, they canvas to see what's already happening and they come up with iterations of concepts. But what's going to set them up for success is doing that homework and really making sure it's like brand relevant. And then you're thinking of with all the lenses, like you said, both quantitative and qualitative. Um, so we talked about um, Tabby, which uh, numerous people in my office went to in Soho. Um, we talked about play. Let's talk about the new airplane, the new coach airlines. Like, yes. what, let's, like what about that concept? Is that like, what can you share? Is it coming around the world? Well, do you know what? So, um, we have a very innovative team in Malaysia, uh, and uh, this was some kind of partnership that they were able to do locally. Um, why open a store where you can open a coach airplane? That was the old philosophy of that. So we 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 worked with uh, a local landlord in Malacca, um, just outside of KL, um, and um, you know we launched this concept of flying coach. Right. Mm-hmm. So we gave a new spin to flying coach and what it means. Yeah. The idea is that you're actually taking a fly, you're flying coach to New York City. So all of the collateral and all of the thinking and all of the marketing around this is very based around New York, you know, like flying to New York. Uh, that was the theme. So it's basically like a store in a mall that you go through a tunnel. Instead of entering a coach store, you're entering a tunnel and then you go into a plane. Uh, right now, we only have this one location planned. It's a long-term pop-up. So it's a one-year-long pop-up. Mm. Um, and the space is fully immersive. So we it's the first time that we're actually covering all five senses. Uh, so of course the experience is very, it's like going to a Wes Anderson movie, like the set mm-hmm. feels like a movie set, um, which is the entrance. So first of all, you're not entering into product, which is very new for us. You're entering into the cockpit. You take mm-hmm. photos, you can sit down, you can read the magazine. People spend so much time there. Some people don't even think it's 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 a place you're going to shop. And then you go into the second room and there is actual product. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two rooms of product. And then at the end, there is a coach cafe on board, uh, which is all um, free for customers that come on board. Of course, there's tons of giveaways, tickets. So you can just imagine how fun the creative team went. Um, there's a huge sound component. 
Uh, as you know, sound is a big part of the uh, experience when you travel, uh, okay. you know, from the dong, from the pilot announcement. So as you mm -hmm. arrive, there is an announcement. You also get given guidance about how to get off the plane. Um, there's a music component. So Sonic was a big part of this and smell. Mm -hmm. uh, so you really feel transported into a new world. Um, and it's been incredibly successful. It's only the first month this has gone live. Um, so follow hashtag Coach Airways. There's a lot of content. Our local celebrities have gone crazy creating content for us. I'm sure, yes. Most of it organic, actually. Um, and I think it was something that was a little bit unexpected. And I think that's what I like about it. Uh, there is so much out there that feels and looks the same, mm -hmm. uh, especially when I think about the summer season. Right, mm -hmm. people equals summer equals beach, right, or uh, seaside or whatever that is. But I'm glad we took this a little bit of a different approach for us. Uh, mm -hmm. And maybe the airplane, will, so the airplane doesn't move. First of all, it's static; it's a store. But maybe there'll be more around the world. So let's see what it goes. But it's been incredibly successful. And I also think it's shaked out the team to yeah. think differently and to come up with ideas out of the box. Uh, and of course, it's heavily branded with that color palette. Uh, a coach mm -hmm. who love it, warm pastel calapara, yellows and oranges, like the sunset mm -hmm. uh, way. So um, if you cannot be Malaysia live, please go on Instagram, Coach Malaysia, and take a look. Yeah, it's really remarkable. Yeah, well, I have my passport ready for when it's time. Um, but I, I love all of that. And as I'm listening to you speak, you know, of these concepts, you sit in store design, you sit in pop-up, you know, superb pop temporary events. A lot of the times we work with clients and you stretch more experiential, which I do believe the consumer mm -hmm. craving, especially Gen Z and, you know, that sense of community and being content creators. You talked about dwell times, but how do you measure success and how do you approach that conversation internally as you're trying to push these innovative ideas forward, right, to hit those key criteria, but you have to prove success as well. Yes, you know, I think for me, the the most important thing is for the Gen Z and young millennials to start having a conversation with the brand, mm -hmm. spend time with the brand. I say consuming coach versus purchasing coach. Of course, ultimately, we want them to purchase coach. But in some of those cases, they're not going to buy coach today. They might buy coach tomorrow in a month from now. But today, for some of the Gen Z, we may not even be part of that considerations app. So... Mm -hmm. If we become part of the considerations, especially for Tabby, like we've seen the search of Tabby skyrocket, mm -hmm. uh, that for me is really remarkable. Um, mm -hmm. So um, success, depending on the size of the activation, can be considered in different different ways. In Tabby, for example, as I mentioned in Soho, so many more people crossed the lease line and actually walked into a coach store mm -hmm. because of the Tabby experience in the window. Uh, and that for me was success. Um, them spending nine to 11 minutes waiting for ice cream with a big coach logo in front of it, that's success. So of course, even in the Tabby tour, there was no bags to be sold. It was mm -hmm. purely ice cream and them spending time with the brand, them playing our Tabby game. Um, and of course, there was a little bit of data capture there as well, but it was really more about them starting to understand what coach stands for, the coach is evolving um, and start looking for it maybe having a part of their portfolio of brands to look for Wednesday, once they have the income uh, to be able to purchase. Uh, but ultimately, of course, it's sales. But again, it's not sales today. It could be sales tomorrow, day after tomorrow. So it's a little bit of a change, a little bit of a shift here. Yeah. Uh, some ideas are easier to be sold than others, some I say. 
but I think I think a coach we we believe in experimentation. I think that's the way to maybe phrase it or testing and learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like if I think about, for example, the partnership with Zero Ten with the Army right in uh, in Soho, we only tested one store, right? right. Uh, now we are learning from it. We're thinking about what the road ahead is. Uh, but there is a lot of appetite for experimentation uh, mm-hmm. because we know how fast the consumer is changing around the world. And maybe what we experiment in North America is different than what we would do in Shanghai or Beijing because we know the readiness to innovation in China. It's very different for than sure. the United States. So you're going to be seeing a lot of different pilots in China and mm-hmm. Japan coming up, which are very different. Again, it's local, but it's still about experimentation because they deal with technology in a very different way. So again, mm-hmm. we're not going to do the same thing everywhere. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so many questions. First uh, trend that you talked about, you said omni-channel, then you said, let's, let's call it digital. Um, the tabby experience lean into AR, right? Augmented reality. What other technologies, when you think of that digital experience, are you kind of eyeing and excited about things there's opportunities for? Yeah, so I think we are, We a few things that we have tested. Number one was the era mirror in Soho with the, um, in partnership with Zero Ten, um, the the other piece that we've we've had a lot of success with Tabby as well was the the Tabby game where it was more of a personality test. Again, usually the game feels like cumbersome, like you have to download, you have to do something. People get scared of it, but because it was connected to the ice cream, somehow, and people were waiting in line to get the ice cream, like they had nothing else to do. Um, and what happened with that was you kind of select what tabby you are by the end of the game. There was different flavors of tabby and all the same flavors start talking to each other. So somehow people on side that didn't know each other start talking to each other. And for me, that was powerful, seeing people connect and creating community. Um, so really having more like that gamification of the brand, which again, mm-hmm. by season can mean a little bit different. We're working on a few things on holiday, for example. Um, with Tab, we also uh, joined Metaverse Fashion Week for the first time mm-hmm. in the Central Land. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, creating the connection with Tabby versus doing something else. So we created a huge 3D Tabby bag on top of New York City in pink. Um, and we gave the Tabby bag to five Web3 artists. And each single day, they were redefining the inside of the bag with the party. Mm-hmm. So you can actually go and dance inside the bag in, in the Central Land. Um, so a lot of learnings from that. So again, we're really testing. I don't think we have taken a path yeah. and just we're going to go all in for this. Uh, but we're really in this place of experimentation uh, because mm-hmm. we know how important the mobile phone is in the life of our consumers. And um, but for me, the success is making it very seamless. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, if exactly. there's friction, there's no patience for that. There's no patience for that. And I think you know the days are gone where digital equals a digital screen. That is not true, right? Like right. there is also different ways to get immersive through whether it's lighting, sound, and I think everything needs to come together. Um, even like scanning a QR code, that seems already to be old now. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it needs to integrate into the into the conversation. Uh, also, I don't think we're going to be doing something just for a press release. Like we really need yeah. to do something to surprise and delight the customer. Always putting the customer first. That's how we make our decisions more objective. Because mm-hmm. sometimes there's so many things that you can do, right? But how do you pick and choose putting the customer first? And I think that's what usually we do a lot at Coach. Yes, I mean, keeping the consumer consumer centric mentality as you're thinking through these ideas, I think, is what allows you to create experiences that increase dwell time and engagement, right? Because it is all about what's going to resonate with them. And um, when you talked about they're staring at a logo for 12 minutes now, right? It's it's that mentality of 
a person's kind of RGB list. Like now it's on their important list. And yeah. they're going to see that logo every time they look somewhere now because it's been reprioritized in their mind, which is pretty powerful. Um, okay, so the three trends we talked about, digital and hyper-immersion and local, and that's where your mind is today. But let's stretch a little. Uh, five years down the road, I'm sure you're you're very future forward in your thought process. Um, what do you what do you like? What's what are you thinking about? What where do you see the consumer and the possibility of retail going? Yeah, I really feel this idea of uh, hyper physical is going to become even bigger, and how the two worlds are going to merge. Uh, of course, the AI trend is coming up. Very, it's it's here already actually. Um, so it kind of creates like a third dimension, if you ask me, like it's physical, digital, and AI. How is all of it going to merge together? Uh, and I think experimenting that for me is something that we, you know, we're, we're looking into already. Um, so I think really the future is about combining all the worlds without the differentiation of the three and how they come together. Um, and also like making, having fun. I know this sounds really simple, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, it's we all human beings. And I think especially mm -hmm. post-pandemic, getting to but what is the next level of that? I think is when fashion becomes entertainment, mm -hmm. right? That's another word, like we call it retailtainment, entertainment, whatever you want to call it. But that for me combined with uh with phys physical and digital together could be uh could be the future. And again, it can also define the brand personality in a different way. So uh, so kind of really merging it all together and just see what comes out and seeing what 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 could be and what it is really. No, I agree. I mean, we're getting more and more fluent with click to buy. So uh, what's not, that's transactional, right? So if I'm going to be in person, it should be fun, which makes a lot of, but what fun is differs from person to person. And I agree with the fluidity. I mean, I think we're still far away from getting to a point where somebody is just intersecting with the brand. It doesn't, the channels don't really matter. We don't think that way. I don't think I'm going to this brand in the store, this brand on my phone, this brand on my, on the website, I'm going to the brand. So. Yeah. And I feel right now, as much as some brands are doing it, we are still, it's very monolithic. Uh, mm -hmm. So I think we need to break the walls and break the barriers and combine it into one and just think, okay, I'm going to brand A. What does it look like? I think that's could really be the future. Yeah. Well, the future is exciting. You, you guys at Coach are already doing so many exciting things. So um, I look forward to see what the next few years bring. And again, thanks um, for spending the time to, to talk to me and the audience and share a little bit about what you said on stage at, at uh, Retail Innovation Conference for those who couldn't make it um, and appreciate the time. So again, everybody, this is Giovanni Zacchiarello. He is the Senior Vice President of Global visual experience at Coach, cooking up a lot of fun things. So continue to watch what Coach does and thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Melissa, and thank you, everybody. See you guys online.